Welcome back, boys and girls, to the latest edition of Link to the Masses with your host, Josh Link. Today's podcast is a special one because The Ohio State University played the University of Miami today in football. Uh, Ohio State was ranked number two going into the game. Miami was ranked number 12. And the game went pretty much as you would expect, a game versus a number two ranked team versus a number 12 ranked team to go. Ohio State uh, dominated the game both offensively and defensively. Uh, The final score was actually closer than the game uh, due to two special teams touchdowns by uh, the University of Miami. But the final score, 36-24, to was still a 12-point win. Um, and uh, Ohio State had to settle for five field goals instead of touchdowns throughout the game, which could have made the score even worse. Uh, the Miami Hurricanes managed just one offensive touchdown the entire game. They also threw four interceptions, which I think effectively ends Ja'Cory Harris's Heisman campaign. Troy Pryor, on the other hand, had 233 yards passing and a touchdown, no interceptions, and he had 113 yards rushing and a touchdown, uh, no fumbles. So I would say Terrell Pryor's Heisman campaign is still alive and well at this point. Now, normally what I do is I would break down the game at this point, but instead I would just like to throw into the faces of Miami fans and writers out there just how incredibly wrong they were about what would happen in this game. I read in so many Miami-themed blogs, newspapers, uh, message boards, how Miami was just too fast for Ohio State. They had too much speed because apparently they still live in 1980 uh, and don't realize that (laughs) the two teams are completely different levels right now. Uh, Ohio State has just as much speed at every position as the University of Miami, and they're a tougher, more physical team as well with a better quarterback. A more athletic, faster quarterback, I'd like to add. Uh, Miami fans, who were completely delusional, uh, I read one article that said that uh, the horseshoe wasn't loud, that it's just a bunch of polite Midwesterners who just sit there quietly while the game's going on. Clearly someone who's never seen an Ohio State game before or never been to the the horseshoe. Uh, This is the same guy who's covering a team that struggles to sell even a third of its tickets uh, for home games. Uh, I... (laughs) don't really know uh, where he gets off uh, saying that uh, the shoe was not a tough place to play when his own team stadium is, you know, one of the easiest places to play in the country. Um, there are, were a few others, you know, people predicting 49-3 to wins for Miami, really based on nothing other than they obviously thought that Warren Sapp, Ray Lewis, Michael Irvin, and others were going to come back and play for him in this game. I don't know. There's really nothing to indicate that this team was going to do anything other than get beat by Ohio State. But, you know, so Miami fans are notorious for, you know, not being the brightest of fans in the world. Uh, they live on so-called swagger. <laughs> they think their team has it, and it doesn't. Uh, in this case, Ohio State was a team with swagger out there, definitely not the University of Miami. Uh, If you'd like to read something uh, especially amusing, uh, go to the website canespundit.com. It's a a blog for Miami sports. Uh, This uh, blog predicted a 27-13 win for Miami in the game, and uh, a lot of uh, Ohio State fans apparently emailed this guy and uh, told him that, uh, you know, this was crazy, that Ohio State was going to win. So he challenged the Ohio State fans to bet on the game. He said he was betting on it already, 
<laughs> he was putting down like $100 on the game, and he would bet $100 to any Ohio State fan who uh, was dumb enough, in his words, to uh, bet on Ohio State in this game. So a lot of Ohio State fans took him up on the offer. Uh, I'll, I'll be curious to see if he really pays up <laughs> and spends all of his money uh, because he thought that Miami was better than it actually was. I really hope he did. I hope he, I hope he lost $1,000 on this game. I hope he lost thousands of dollars on this game. I hope his kids can't go to college now because he's an idiot. Uh, it's definitely one of the funniest uh, things I've read in a long time, especially after the fact, knowing what happens. Uh, the ACC in general just had a, an awful, awful day today. Not only did Miami, who was the uh, the highest-ranked team in the ACC, get beat down by Ohio State, uh, Florida State got destroyed by Oklahoma, uh, Georgia Tech got beat by a Kansas team that lost to one double A team uh, the week before, uh, and on top of that, Virginia Tech lost to a one double A team at home. So, uh, really, all around, this was just a, an embarrassing performance by the ACC elite teams today. All four of those teams are ranked in the top twenty-five. Uh, it's hard for me to imagine that any of those top, oh, any of those teams will be ranked very highly after this. Uh, Miami will probably fall the the least uh, simply because they were playing the number two ranked team on the road. That's tough for any team. Uh, so they'll probably drop the least far of the uh, ranked teams. Florida State will probably drop out of the top 25 after that debacle in Norman. Uh, I imagine the same for Virginia Tech and Georgia Tech as well. I imagine all of those teams will fall out of the top 25. Um, I really don't know if any of the teams in the ACC are – you know, legitimate contenders of any sense. I mean, obviously none of them are going to be competing for the national championship this year, considering they all have losses, bad losses already early in the season. Uh, the Big Ten, on the other hand, uh, looked pretty good this weekend. Uh, there were two two losses. One was a really bad one, which was Minnesota losing at home to one AA South Dakota. That was a bad loss. Uh, the other loss was Penn State losing on the road 24-3 to Alabama. That's to be expected. Uh, Penn State freshman quarterback, very uh, weak offensive line, a new defense. Uh, you would expect them to lose that game. I expect them to lose a few games this year. I don't really think they're a, uh, a an elite team. They were ranked 18th going into the game. Uh, I felt that ranking was based more on the fact that they have uh, – it was based more on the, the names on the front of the jerseys than the names on the back of the jerseys. Uh, you know, just name recognition, Penn State, oh, well, they've been good the last few years, so they must be good again this year. I don't think they're going to be that strong in the Big Ten either. I think they're probably about the fifth-best team in the Big Ten, maybe sixth if Michigan is for real. It's tough to say if Michigan's for real because a lot of people fell for them last year, and they turned out to not be nearly as good as uh, they looked in their first few games. So I'll wait to judge Michigan until they start playing in the Big Ten and taking on teams like Ohio State and Wisconsin and Iowa and Penn State. So until they start playing the good teams in Michigan State, um, I'll, I'll wait uh, to see what they do. Uh, Michigan State, by the way, was a winner uh, this week. Uh, they beat Florida uh, Atlantic, I believe it was, uh, pretty easily. It was not much of a game. Uh, Iowa thumped uh, in-state rival Iowa State, uh, I think like 35-7 to or something like that. Uh, but it wasn't even that close. It was 35 to nothing early, and then they basically just ran out the clock the rest of the game and played prevent defense. Uh, Wisconsin won easily against uh, San, uh, San Jose State, 
but uh, the scoreboard didn't really reflect it again. Uh, one thing I've noticed about Wisconsin, very talented team on the defensive uh, side of the ball. They have an excellent uh, running game with a good offensive line. And they have a veteran quarterback, but for some reason they turn the ball over like crazy. I don't know what it is about Wisconsin that they just can't stop turning the ball over, but that team is a turnover machine for some reason. Uh, they have Right now it doesn't matter because they're just so much more talented than the teams they're playing. When they start playing Ohio State and Iowa and teams like that, uh, turnovers are going to kill them if they continue to play that way, especially Ohio State, who's one of the best teams in the country at forcing turnovers. Uh, that's you know two games in a row that they've forced multiple turnovers from their opponents. Not looking good for Wisconsin if they can't fix that right away. Um, uh, Michigan looked uh, pretty good today. They played uh, Notre Dame and beat them on the road. Uh, it was a pretty thrilling game. Uh, they came back. Uh, they had taken a 21 to 7 lead, and then let uh, Notre Dame come all the way back and take a 24 to 21 lead late in the fourth quarter before Denard Robinson led a, uh, a long touchdown drive to seal the game and won it 28-24. to uh, Denard Robinson is putting up just stupid numbers right now. He, he put up over 500 yards uh, of total offense, uh, over 250 yards rushing, uh, which is a Big Ten record for rushing from a quarterback. Uh, the, the, their offense looks good. Uh, the offensive line is playing well, and Denard Robinson is playing out of his mind uh, to start the season. But their running backs haven't really done anything so far this year, and their wide receivers don't look especially talented. Uh, so once they start playing better teams that can take away the running lanes for Denard Robinson, I'll be interested to see just how good this Michigan offense is. And the Michigan defense doesn't look like it's improved much from last year, uh, from what I've seen. They, they look pretty much just as bad as they always have. Uh, these last few years under Rich Rodriguez. Their, their biggest problem is that they tend to give up the big play. Uh, they, have, they have some talent now, finally, on the defensive side of the ball, but their secondary is absolutely atrocious. They've lost a lot of guys on the, uh, in the secondary to injuries and things like that. Uh, I, it, it, this Michigan team is really tough to judge. Uh, they were tough to judge last year early on. Uh, they jumped out to a... I believe a five and one start last year before finishing five and seven or something to that nature. Four and one maybe before finishing five and seven. But they they looked good early last year and faded down the stretch once they got into Big Ten play. I kind of wonder if the same thing is happening this year. Uh, they they don't they don't seem to be a very physical uh, tough team. They seem kind of a finesse team and their players, while athletic, are seem undersized or something like that. It's hard to put a, a finger on it right now, but something about them bothers me in terms of their offense. It just looks, it's very fast, but it just looks kind of like a finesse offense with small players. They don't look like they can beat teams up, which in the Big Ten you have to be able to play physical football or else you're going to get run out. Uh, Northwestern won easily today. Illinois won easily. Pretty much everyone in the Big Ten uh, played weak teams other than Ohio State and uh, Penn State. Um, and uh, in Michigan, uh, Notre Dame was pretty good too. Uh, but uh, really, most of the teams that the Big Ten played this week were were pretty bad. So uh, not not a lot to to go by. Uh, those uh, two uh, big games, the nationally televised ones, you know, one went very well for Ohio State, the other one went very poorly for Penn State. So uh, the Big Ten looking pretty good so far this season, and we'll see you know how good they are next week as well. 
Uh, I believe next week is when Iowa plays Arizona in Arizona. So that'll be a really interesting game to see where Iowa's at. Right now, Iowa looks very good, but uh, they haven't really played any elite competition or anything resembling it so far. So it'll be very interesting to see how they stack up against a, a very solid Arizona team that almost went to the Rose Bowl last year. Uh, they beat Arizona last year in, in Kinnick Stadium in Iowa, uh, so it'll be a, it'll be a good test to see just how good this team is. Um, other than that, the Reds won again this uh, uh, this weekend. They beat uh, the Pirates for the second time, while St. Louis lost for the second time to Atlanta. So the Reds have taken, I believe, now a seven-game lead uh, in the uh, NL Central, which is a big deal. Seven games is you know, a pretty good lead. So right now it's looking like they're going to win the NL Central if they can hold on and keep the Cardinals at bay, uh, which would be another big uh, win for Ohio sports. Uh, other than that, um, I've watched a few movies recently. Uh, one was uh, Machete, which was the greatest movie I think I've ever seen. Uh, it's got, uh, it's, it's definitely not fun for the whole family, let's put it that way. It's uh, a lot of violence, really over-the-top violence, a lot of nudity, a lot of bad language. Uh, it's really m more of a comedy than it is an action film. It's, it's a uh, comedy masquerading as an action film, you could say. Uh, it's more of a, just a kind of a, a wink and a nod to uh, the old uh, 70s exploitation action films. So uh, pretty pretty entertaining. I really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. It's, it's one where you definitely want to see it with friends and just <laughs> be able to laugh uh, while watching that movie. It's just so ridiculously over the top. Uh, I also saw uh, on DVD, I saw the movie Choke. Uh, which was good. I had never seen it. It's uh, it's based on a, a novel written by the same guy who wrote uh, Fight Club. Uh, it's a very strange but good film. I'd recommend it. And I also, the third movie I saw recently was uh, The Last Exorcism, which was a very good film uh, for everything up till the last five minutes, I'd say, were very good. Uh, the last five minutes, uh, you're either going to love them or hate them. Uh, I didn't think it was anything good at all. I thought it took away from the first, you know, hour and a half of the movie. But uh, it was still a good movie all in all. Very creepy. It had some good humor at the beginning. And then it it was, it was got progressively creepier as the movie went on. Uh, there seemed to be a natural ending point, and instead they tried to go with the extra ending at the end, which, you know, sometimes it works, like The Sixth Sense and Unbreakable, the too good in Night Shyamalan films, but sometimes it's disastrous, like The Village, the bad in Night Shyamalan film, and every movie he's made after that. Um, and the, yeah, I'm taking jabs at in Night Shyamalan because he's a terrible director now, and his latest film coming out, Devil, looks just as bad as everything he's done since uh, Signs, really. Signs was the last uh, decent movie he made, which also had a lot of plot holes in it that were easy, easily to uh, get annoyed with. Uh, Pretty much everything after that has been garbage. So, to, to recap, The Last Exorcism, uh, good film, last five minutes, bad. But up until that point, very good film. I'd still recommend it. My recommendation, just leave before the last five minutes. Just pretend that the movie's over and you'll be happier. Uh, at least I would be. If I had just left before the last five minutes, I probably would be a lot happier. But, uh, you know, that's you know, neither here nor there. That's still a good movie. Uh, so that's really all I have to say today. Uh, oh, and one last thing, uh, Louie finished, uh, its first season. If you haven't watched it yet, 
the episodes are on Hulu. Go on Hulu.com, watch Louie, the first season. It's already been picked up for a second season, good news. It's one of the best shows on television. It's on FX. Uh, if you haven't watched it, like I said, go on Hulu, watch it so that you're ready for season two because I think this show has some real staying power if it can get enough people to watch it. It comes on at kind of an odd time, which is uh, Tuesday nights at 11 p.m., which is you know obviously late for a, a, you know, a weekday television show. But it's very, very funny. It's very, very crude, but uh, very good. Uh, there's a good mix of uh, drama and comedy in that television show. So all in all, great weekend. Uh, for both sports and uh, a lot of good movies and TV shows out there right now. Uh, the Buckeyes continue play next week against Ohio University. Uh, that should be a laugher. Uh, Marshall was a laugher, and they're a better team than Ohio. They beat Ohio last year, so this really should be just a, a beatdown for uh, the poor Bobcats from Athens, Ohio. Uh, and then the next few weeks for Ohio State are really uh not the best competition they play some of the they play a couple mac teams and then they play a couple weak teams in the big 10 before finally going to madison to take on the badgers of wisconsin which will be the next big test i'll probably have a, a podcast after that one because that'll be a really big game these next few games these are uh i guess you could call them trap games you know make sure they're sandwiched in between the big game against miami and the big game against wisconsin so really what they have to do is just try to uh uh, you know, stay focused, take care of business, maintain that ranking in the polls, because as long as they keep winning, they're going to go to the national championship game. That When you start the season ranked number two, you're automatically in if you just keep winning. So as long as they keep winning their games, they'll eventually play in the national championship game. Uh, who they'll end up playing, who knows. But, um, you know, Alabama looked really good tonight. They're clearly one of the best two teams in America, but, you know, any team can lose on any given weekend, uh, especially uh, in the big conferences like uh, the SEC and the Big Ten. Uh, Boise State's probably going to run the table, but they don't play anybody. So I don't know if the pollsters are going to reward them or not, but uh, it, it'll be a fun season. It's definitely going to be interesting, and uh, it'll be fun to see how things shake out. Uh, go Bucks and uh, beat the Bobcats.